Welcome back to Horny Creek. My name's Mark. With me, as always, is my fiance Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Oh, it's just been a good week here. It is May 6th, 1998. Summer's coming. Happy belated Cinco de Mayo, which I believe stands for five jars of mayonnaise. Oh, my goodness gracious. Right? The five mayos. The 5th of May, yes. It has something to do with... Uh, I don't know, some war or something. Cool. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we watched... It's Margarita Day, that's right. what I... <laughs> Way to honor the uh, the Mexican Revolution or whatever. Um, but we watched Dawson's Creek yep. while drinking margaritas. <laughs> and they teased me. They teased you? What do you mean? This episode was called Friday the 13th. Oh, you thought you were finally getting thought, Jason. <laughs> Jason Voorhees in Capeside. <laughs> Horror episode. I was sure of it. And then there's somebody killing people. And I was like, it's Jason. It's going to be Jason. The hockey mask and all showing up. Now, isn't the dude that made Scream, like, the director or whatever? The dude that made... I've been, been partying a little too hard and thinking about it. <laughs> isn't the dude that made Scream? Okay, am I fucking, uh... <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> that Hawaiian it's the, guy. It's the memory loss, right? <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Do I sound like Keanu Reeves? Is that what's happening? I'm not here for you, dude. I don't care what you did. No, you're not Keanu Reeves. Okay. What uh, Kevin Williamson? Okay. Creator of Scrum. He didn't direct it. The Wes Craven directed it. Hmm. So he wrote it, and he wrote, "I know what you did last summer." I'm just saying, I would expect more that kind of horror, which I think is what we were getting in this episode. Okay, so Scream was inspired a lot by Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives. What? Which I explained to you before. Oh, yeah. Because it's it's very meta. Mm-hmm. And so is Friday the 13th Part 6. It's self-referential. Uh, he's a huge fan of Friday the 13th. Steve Miner, who's one of the producers on this movie, or I mean on this uh, television show, and has directed several episodes of this television show, and is part of the creative process for this television show, Directed Friday the 13th, Part 2 and 3. Okay. So there is a lot of connections to Friday the 13th. So it's not unreasonable, although I don't, you know, they don't they don't own the rights. W, well, there you go. WB doesn't, <laughs> WB doesn't hold the rights. New Line Cinema holds the rights now to Friday the 13th because Paramount sold it because they got sick of making trash. WB obviously owns the rights to um, I Know What You Did Last Summer because we got to see some of that. Oh, we did. Well, Kevin, it's Kevin Williamson's movie, so I assume that's 
you know, part and parcel there. I can't. I don't remember what studio produced Scream, and I know what you did last summer. I think Dimension. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so I was hoping we would see Jason, but we don't see Jason. No. We do get Dawson in a hockey mask briefly. <laughs> but it's just, I liked this episode. Yeah. This episode, I think, we'll just, before we get into it, really, I just, I'll get the technical stuff out of the way because I know it bores everyone. But the use of cinematography, lighting, shadow, Stuff like that uh, a couple of times where they, you know, they do some uh, close movements with the camera. You know, uh, the back door's banging open and it you know, zooms in on Jen's face and everything. Mm. They, obviously, they know what they're doing and they, you know, they uh, created the right atmosphere. It looks different than other episodes. Yeah. Because it's a horror episode. Um the director of this actually, Rodman, Flan- I think, I can't remember. I can't remember his last name. It's something with an L, Flanagan or something like that. Uh, he directed uh, Leprechaun Two. That awful movie that we saw. No, that was Leprechaun in Space. Okay, I think that was the fourth one. Okay, he directed the second one. Okay, well that's that's acceptable then. And yeah, he's. Uh, I, I hear he's got a new project coming up too. Hmm. Actually, uh, something about. Um, Hands or something. I don't know. Okay. Well, we'll probably check it out because it's supposed to be some kind of horror comedy thing. And then Mike White wrote this. Uh, I'm not super familiar with him. Okay. But he, he write, he's one of the writers on the show. But I paid attention to those things because I wanted to know how much of a hand Kevin Williamson had in this episode. And it seems like not a ton. I mean, you know, as much as he hasn't. In all the episodes, but some episodes he writes directly. Now, I'm, obviously, he runs the show, so so he's going to have a pretty big hand in all the episodes. But it wasn't exclusively, you know, his dream child or whatever right. to borrow yeah. from a different franchise. I think um, I think TV shows generally have a lot more cooks in the kitchen. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's my, mm-hmm. much more of a collaborative thing. Mm-hmm. But I thought interesting uh, the way they. The way they played with, cause like I said, it's it looks much different than most episodes, if for the better. Yeah, it was it was a good episode. I enjoyed it a lot. I would have enjoyed it a lot more if Jason Voorhees had been in it. So you would have liked it to be exactly the same, except at the end, the serial killer is not the dude that knocks on the window, but instead Jason Voorhees. Yes. Okay. I, I think that would have been dumb. If uh, if Mrs. Voorhees had come to the, the thing instead, that would have been even even that would have been acceptable. But the the mask and everything, I wanted, I want it. You got a mask. I know, but I want Kane Hodder, Jason. Okay, well you can't have him. Sorry. All right. Do you want me to put on a mask later? Like what? <laughs> what's going on, on here? Don't make this weird. <laughs> Anyway, you're so this weird. you're weird. This episode starts with, as per usual, Dawson and Joey in his bedroom in his bed. I think that I could, I, I believe I could write a script for Dawson's Creek. I don't know, oh, if yeah. it would, I don't know if it would be any good, but I know that I could, I, I could structure it. I'm sure you could. Interior, Dawson's room, movie. <laughs> as- Dawson and uh, Joey on the bed. Looking like they want to fuck. <laughs> so he mentions that the next day is Friday the 13th. Yeah. 
So in honor of that, they're watching scary movies. Yeah. They're watching. They're watching I Know What You Did Last Summer. And uh, Joey switches it to Jerry Maguire, (laughs) which I love. We get we get uh, a glimpse of Sarah Michelle Geller, who was you know, who's in the show right before <laughs> Dawson's. Yeah, which is you know that's cool too. That's another tie in. Yeah, so Dawson disappears from the bed for a minute, and then you know he he jump scares Joey, and apparently that's his thing. Every Friday the thirteenth, he pulls pranks and jump scares. And of course stuff. he does, because he's a huge movie dork. <laughs> So he lies for the briefest amount of time in this in this episode. Yeah. And then everything because he's like, I'm not going to live my life like a movie anymore. I mean, I was living my life like a romance. And it was and then he and then he breaks it down like he's fucking yeah. Siskel and or Ebert. He's so weird. Where he's like, the, the love scenes were amateurish at best. And like, <laughs> you know, goes through all this stuff. And then they just live the rest of uh, the episode as if they're in a movie. Yeah. Because that's him. That's what he does. Yeah, it's like this episode's Dawson's mind. <laughs> um, Jen is getting all super jealous, though, because Dawson is pranking everybody else and scaring everybody else and not her, which was really smart. And I don't even know if he was trying to do it. I think it just worked out this way because this is like the advice Pacey gave him the last episode right. was like, don't treat her special. Yeah. And it worked entirely. It dry, drove her nuts. Yeah. And like I said, if that's that's the move you'd make, if because the thing is, one of two things is going to happen. If they're truly not interested in it anymore, then nothing you do is going to change their mind. Right. So it's, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. But if they are truly interested, that will make them insane. Yes. And it, it did. It, yeah. It 100% did. Especially because he's prank, he's pranked Joey like three or four times. Mm-hmm. And that's and you know Pacey once mm-hmm. with the fake finger in the French fries. That was stupid. That wouldn't all of it stupid. Me. That would not scare. It might gross me out slightly for a second, but it certainly wouldn't scare me. The rubber snake wouldn't have scared me either. No. Yeah, you wouldn't assume that a snake in your backpack was real. And there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> um, and so. Yeah, they uh, so he's he's all geared up for Friday the Thirteenth, but Joey's like, we don't need all these scares because real life is scary enough. Mm-hmm. And look at this, and let me turn on the news and, and have it be uh, well timed news exposition. And they're like, uh, thanks, Joey, a serial killer, <laughs> and they basically just describe that there's a serial killer. Uh, like stalking 18 year old girls and what he does is abducts them. He like stalks them, sends them uh, cards, flowers, calls them, and then he abducts them and cuts their heart out. Well, we didn't get all that from the news. And we takes, got a lot of that from yeah. Pacey because his brother's a police officer. Because his brother's spreading around information that they're holding from the media so right. that if some nutcase comes and confesses, but he didn't really do it, they can say stuff like, okay, exp- you know, like, explain this, explain that. Like, what what did you do with the bodies? And like, so they can figure out. That's, that's part of the reason why they do that. Mm-hmm. Because... A lot of times, just not cases will be like it's me, and then they don't know if it's them or not. So they ask them those kind, of, ask them those kind of questions. Well, you know, like they start asking, "What'd you do to the body?" and so. And if they don't give those specific details, 
that they've held out of the media, then they know that they're they're lying. Hmm. Wow. Well, it doesn't surprise me that his brother is like a stupid asshole. He definitely right. presents that way. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, uh, yeah. Sorry. So Pacey's spreading it all over school, and uh, yeah, so that we get that information. So Dawson's having a séance at his house in honor of Friday the Thirteenth. Doesn't make any sense. No, it really re- doesn't. Unless he's trying to resurrect Jason Voorhees. But I mean, like, what what's he going to do? Camp night? I mean, yeah. So yeah, Friday Jet- the Thirteenth is not really a holiday, right? No, it's not. It's a day to uh, stay in, right. in my opinion. Um, Jen does get invited, but has to turn him down because she has a date with Cliff. With Cliff Bar. When she's speaking with Cliff earlier, she talks about how imaginative Dawson is and how great he is at scaring people and right. coming up with things. And yeah. he gets super jealous. And instead of handling that in a normal human way, right. he goes directly to Dawson and says, hey, help me. How do I give her a great date? Yeah. Who would do that? Nobody would do that. He's That's like, stupid. Hey, how can I get into your ex's pants? Right. Give me the tips, man. Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, that's going to go, like, one of two ways. Either A, he's going to give you really bad advice so it doesn't work. Right. Or B, do the smarter thing that Dawson does and say, yeah. <laughs> bring her to my house. Right. Although, I mean, he did help him to give her some scares. He did do that. Well, I mean, he he didn't, though. She mentioned how Dawson's not pranking her and everything, and that's what gave him the idea. But Dawson really didn't know anything about that. Yeah. Like, that wasn't him acting. He wasn't saying, hey, do this, do that. Because when she asks him later, he was like, no, it was all my idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. So it's just because she was whining about it, Cliff got the idea to prank her. Yeah. And because Dawson was doing it to other people, so she he was like, ah, that's what she likes. That was smart. That was the only <laughs> moment of smart. I mean, maybe. But she just thought it was Dawson anyway, the whole time. She's just like, oh, it's Dawson. Like, he calls... Oh, Dawson, Dawson. She mentions Dawson like three or four times during the phone call, and finally he's like, stop calling me Dawson. Right. He sounded a little mad. Like, yeah, get the hint. He sounded very, very mad. I, I guess we should explain. I mean, you've probably seen the episode. But so he leaves a note in her locker that says, like, I'm going to kill you or something like that. You know. You're going to die tonight. Yeah, you know how you do with the people you love. Right. And uh, <laughs> so she's like, ah, oh, it's probably Dawson. And he's like, well, you know what's Dawson? And um, then uh, when she gets home, she's alone because Grams is out. And I mean, her grandpa's there, but he's like comatose at this point. At this point, the actor playing her grandpa is just a prop. He's not even making scale. He's not talking. Fuck no. So, yeah, he's he's getting free craft services. (laughs) But uh, so uh, he calls. We're supposed to think throughout the episode that it's possibly the lady killer, which is what they're calling the serial killer that cuts women's hearts out. To which, by the way, when they when they mention that, Jen's like, uh, well, she, she just wants somebody to love. I kind of feel bad for her. That's so stupid. What the fuck, Jen? Yeah, like that just made my stomach turn. Like, yeah. how gross and idealistic are you? Jen has a serial killer fetish, I think. <laughs> which is why she liked Dawson. He gives off that serial killer vibe. Does he? Kind of. Ew. Uh so anyway, 
he call it calls and it's it's actually I almost called him Scott because that's the actor's name Scott <laughs> Scott Foley. Uh, it's Cliff, but we don't we're not supposed to know that. No, he's using a scream voice modulator. <clears throat> Where and, did he get that? I don't or think, a scream too. But Kevin Williamson gave it to him. I don't think he was using a voice modulator. I think he was just making his voice husky. You think he was just putting on a voice? Yeah. Hey, Jen, who's Dawson? Because why would he have a voice modulator just hanging around to use at the last minute? I don't know. Why wouldn't <laughs> Maybe he's a rapist. Oh, my um, God. Anyway, so he calls, and he's like, hey. And she's like, okay. You sound like you smoke a lot. And he says, yeah, let's play a game or whatever, you know, like Kevin Williamson wrote. And they, mm-hmm. they reference Scream. And she's like, oh, is this supposed to be the lady killer? And he was like, I don't know, maybe. And she's like, okay, Dawson, I know it's you, Dawson. And she's like, were you going to cut my heart out? And he's like, "Uh, I don't know. And she's like, (laughs) she's like, yeah, we'll look for a better heart. Mine's been dented or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sounds like uh, somebody broke your heart or whatever. And she's like, no, it's completely self-inflicted. I mean, she's... Like, I don't know if Cliff is smart enough to understand the, the subtext of what she's saying, but essentially she's saying that she really regrets breaking up with Dawson. Right. Because she thinks she's talking to Dawson. Right. I mean, that's the worst part of this whole conversation. But Cliff's not that bright, so I don't know if he gets any of it. And so he, like, he keeps saying, he's like, who's Dawson? Like, <laughs> he says it so, I mean, he's using that weird voice, but he says it so, like, innocently the first two times. Like, again, who's Dawson? And then uh, when she says it the third time, he's like, stop calling me Dawson. (laughs) He does get super pissed. It's like, uh, not like you're in bed, man. Relax. Yeah. So then, uh, after that scare, we're not sure what's going on. She's still convinced that it's Dawson. But we know, we pretty much know it's not, or at least think we know it's not. But then they, uh, they go to Joey and Pacey and Dawson go into town to get provisions for the seance, for the party. Yeah, because you need food to perform a seance. Well, it's, it's a party. Yeah. John Wesley Shipp, uh, TV's The Flash, and his mom are out of town. At some couple's retreat, pro- retreat, probably. Yeah, they don't specify, but who knows. They're trying to have some romantic time, I guess. They didn't want to pay them this episode. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. So, yeah, at the... Store, first of all, Pacey has hotwired the family vehicle. Yeah. What the fuck? Does he have a license is my first question. I think he does. Yeah, because he, he was driving them in the last episode, too. But that's messed up that he has to steal the car. Yeah, borrow, as he says. Yeah. You borrow from family. So he has to leave the car running, so they leave Joey in the car while they run inside. Yeah. And a dude knocks on the window. The creepiest man in the world. And asks for directions. I don't I don't want to know the casting process. I don't I don't want to see who else came in to read for uh fucking creepazoid <laughs> number one. This dude did a great job though. Yeah. Where, where he's like like we they go in. Joey's looking. She moves back. Like she leans. She's leaning forward in the the jeep or whatever it is, uh, station wagon. And then she leans back, and so we can see the window again. And his face is right there. Mm-hmm. It's like ah. 
And then he's like, hi. That weird, like, <laughs> what's your name? Yeah. And then he's talking to her, and she's giving him, like, oh, I'm supposed to be going to Providence. She's like, oh, you're really lost, because you're at Cape Side, 100 miles away from where the lady killer struck last time, so he's probably going to be here. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, oh, well, how do I get there? And she's, like, explaining how to get there. And he's just, like, fucking staring her down. And then when she stops talking, she just kind of looks back at him. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Was I staring? You, you just have really intense eyes. Has anyone told you that? I mean, like, I felt like my skin fucking <laughs> It was an uncomfortable exchange for sure. So, <clears throat> yeah, and in the store, there's some weird shit happening because there's a couple arguing. Yeah. And this kind of bothers me, okay? The man's literally putting his hands on this woman and she's like, get away from me, stop touching me, whatever. Mm. And Pacey's like ready to go over there and do something. And Dawson's like, it's a domestic squabble. Stay out of it. <laughs> like, you're a fucking <laughs> pussy. He is. Lazy, too. Like, he is. what? He's like, I don't want to get involved. So you're going to just watch this big man beat on his girlfriend because it's a domestic dispute? Fuck you, Dawson. It's not my business. Ugh. Dawson, would, Dawson wouldn't have had the guts to become a Nazi, but Dawson would have... 100% just look the other way as the Nazis march down the street. <laughs> right. It's not my problem. <laughs> See Jews get uh, getting pulled out of their homes and stuff like that, getting loaded onto trains. Well, what's going on here? Fucking coward. So then the guy storms out, and the lady walks up to Pacey yeah. and starts flirting with him and asking if uh, he wants her to score them a bottle of wine. She asks it super loudly in the yeah. empty store besides them. And he's like, yeah, sure. And she just grabs one and puts it in her bag. It's like, I could have done that. Yeah. And that made me pause for a second and be like, is she maybe not 21? But um, I think she is. Yeah, she looks like she's about 25, probably. Yeah. Um, I think she's still, like, stealing. Yeah. She's just white trash. She was very, very uh, fucked up. Like, she seems like... Yeah, maybe she's just, as you put it, white trash. I don't like that term. Um, Why? Why don't you like that term? I just, I, I don't like it. I, I just don't. Okay. There's, is there a reason? Were you called white it trash It seems racist to specify that the trash to is trash? white. Because if you don't specify it, people are going to assume it, that the person's not white because they're trash. That's why I don't like it. Interesting. What a weird take. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems weird. Like you call somebody trash, but you got to specify their white trash. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I. I. I, I mean, I guess that's. I guess that's true. If someone says trash, like that person's trash or whatever, I never picture a black person. Well, no, not that I'm like you know the the least racist person in the world or whatever. But um, I mean, I don't think I'm racist, but. You know, I'm not like I'm not. What I'm saying is, I'm not competing for it. Like, <laughs> See the awkward turn this conversation. I would, I would never have. I would never think that way about black people or whatever. That's. I'm not saying I'm. I'm perfect. Okay, but what I'm saying is, I don't think of trash as a derogatory that really applies to black people. Yeah. If you're gonna call a black person a derogatory name, and not the really highly offensive one, trash is just not. You know, like if somebody said thug, I'd be like, well, you're racist. You know, like mm -hmm. I'd be thinking they're racist, but I'd be thinking they're referring to a black person. 
Maybe that makes me racist. But like you know, like uh, and stuff like like words like that, right? Like gangsta, you know. Like I would consider those, you know, p- people maybe ignorant people would refer mostly to black people using those words. But trash is not one of them. No, trash is usually used for white people. White trash or trailer trash, both usually referring to white people. Correct. Um. Anyway, this woman. I wouldn't have even said trash. That's not the, the thought that came to me, but she just seems kind of crazy, like yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. Um, And she's trying to hang out with these high school students to make her boyfriend jealous. It's dumb. Again, um, they're supposed to be like 16, so. Yeah. But uh, so this adult woman's like, hey, I'm going to come party with you. And uh, they Does- have to... What? Does Pacey release a pheromone that uh, <laughs> that only uh, older women can apparently can smell? I mean, he is definitely more attractive than Dawson. So, given the options in the room at the time, it makes sense. Yeah, that clerk wouldn't look too bad. I don't remember the clerk. The balding clerk in the background. <laughs> but um, the the boyfriend has not gone far. So when they walk out of the store, they have to... He's waiting in the car. Yeah, they have to, like, run because he's chasing after her. Mm -hmm. He's waiting... Yeah, like, she's so messed up. Like, anyway, we'll talk about it more later when we get to when she actually talks about him. Okay. But, so they they go off to the party. They get away from the crazies. Well, Dawson comes out before Pacey runs out with her and interrupts the conversation between Psycho and Joey. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, can I help you? And he turns around and suddenly gets very defensive and, like, just very stiff. And he's like, no sport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay or whatever. We were just having weird. a chat. And then he, like, walks off. Very weird. And he admonishes or whatever uh, Joey uh, for talking to strangers. She's like, that could be the lady killer. Right. Wink. <laughs> she well, said, did you just say wink out loud? <laughs> I mean, what do you do, though? She's not in the driver's seat. She's in the back seat, and there's a man knocking on the window. You're just going to look the other way. You can't drive away from him. You just put your middle finger up, press <laughs> it against the glass, and turn away. Just. <laughs> That's what they would do in New York. Weird. Yeah, that's why Son of Sam had to use a gun. Because nobody would roll their window down. (laughs) So they go to Dawson's, and he has tons and tons of scares and pranks set up. Oh, and Cliff shows up at Jen's to pick her up, and he's like, oh, we're not going far for our date. Yeah, we're just going uh, over here. Oh, by the way, uh, uh, Jen's grandma got wet at the side of Cliff. Oh, my God. Yeah, she was like drooling. I've heard so much about you. I see you at the Presbyterian Church, and like every just, Sunday, she's yeah, she's just ah. You're the quarterback. Like, right? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, like, and the worst part was like Jen pointed out, this is not good. Like, like he's like happy about it. She's like, this is not a good sign. Like, right. this does not make her more attracted to him. Part of what made Dawson so hot was that Grams hated him, right? But yeah, so it's Jen and Cliff and. Dawson and Joey and Pacey and random the woman. random girl. So they're having their little seance, mm-hmm. and the power goes out. Yep, and and the phone goes go out. And rightly, um, they're like Dawson. They just assume that he did it, which it turns out 
he did. Yeah. What I, a stupid thing to do. I also don't know how. He says he rigged the thing, the fuse box or whatever, to... It's the one with the switches. What do mm-hmm. they call it? It's not a fuse box. It it's a circuit breaker. Oh, okay. He, he rigged the circuit breaker to go off at a certain time. How? How'd you do that, Dawson? <laughs> How did you rig that? Yeah. Because I... Is like, he MacGyver? Right. I... I don't, that's not an easy, I don't think that's an easy thing to do. I don't know how to do it. You can, you can turn the lights off in your house, just flip the switch, but you have to physically flip the switch. Did he build a fucking Kevin McAllister Home Alone (laughs) style device? Good question. But the phone, he said, was not him, right? No, his phones were his too. What an idiot. And how do you do that? Everything that happened, because we're supposed to be afraid that maybe it's the killer. The lady killer, yeah. But it's not. It's all Dawson. Everything that happens that we think, oh, this could be scary, this could be scary, it's all them doing it to each other. Yeah. Even though we don't know that until the end. There is only one scary thing that happens, and it's the most innocuously scary thing that happens. We already mm-hmm. talked about it. The conversation Joey has with the dude. Oh, well, no, I think uh, when uh, the psycho lady's boyfriend showed up, that was pretty scary. Well, yes, and that was an actual threat, too. Yeah, he he shows up while the power's out and breaks the glass on the door uh-huh. and lets himself in Yeah, and, like, is threatening them. How did he even find them? Um, He said he followed them. I guess. I don't know why he waited so long. Right. Um, and then Joey starts beating him in the head. Was that with a pan? Like, yes. And the girlfriend runs over and saves him. Yeah. And she's like, let's get the fuck out of here. These kids are psychos. It's so weird. You're trying to kill them. Right. And so, yeah, they, they, uh, they get out and she's before that. So before all this happens, they're kind of going around talking about stories and everything and. Cliff's like, oh, it's a true story about some baby or whatever. And mm, snakes. So I, I stupid. I don't know what it was. Gross. But um, uh, the psycho lady tells a story. And her story is hilarious. Because she's like, oh, yeah, there's this woman that likes to get picked up by fucking strangers, like strange high school kids. And <laughs> she's got a knife in her purse, and she fucking stabs the shit out of them. She likes to cut their throats to see how far the blood will spurt. Right, yeah, all that stuff. And then she has that psycho smile. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you assume she's just fucking with him, but who knows? And then when she's leaving with her boyfriend, she talks about him, too, about, like, how he's a monster. How he took some dude's face, bashed it into a wall, and his eye was hanging from his skull. Yeah, he went to jail for uh, fucking assault and battery and shit. She's like, but he's my monster. Yeah. Like, if that makes you wet, lady... More power to you. Leave other More people power out to of you. it. Leave other people out of it. Like it's like seek some, seek some psychological <laughs> <right>? help. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like she knows he's dangerous, and she's just like, "Hey, let me go get all these kids involved." Yeah, I think she did it on purpose. Yeah, I think she fucking lured him there, knowing he was going to go psycho. Like that episode of Quantum Leap. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Okay. The wrestling one. Yes. Yeah, some women are fucked up. Absolutely. But then they end up getting out of there. And everything kind of goes back to normal. Jen and Dawson 
have a little talk, though. Oh, yeah. And they almost kiss. They should have kissed. They came so close to kissing, they may as well have kissed, that it actually made me angry that they didn't. Right. Because I, I don't think just, like, turning your head at the very last second, Jen, makes it okay. You just cheated on Cliff. You're on a date with Cliff. Uh, You're a bitch. Sorry. I guess. You don't think that was inappropriate? I don't know. I mean, it's not 100% appropriate, but how much does she owe to Cliff? Uh, I guess they've only They're been, like, three really dates. really together. Yeah, all right. But, so, you know, we find out that everything was Dawson or Cliff. <laughs> and that's kind of the, you know, everything goes back to normal. The, she go, she says to them, sorry about the damage. Uh, I, I work at the bowling alley. I'll give you a free bowling game. Yeah. <laughs> and not even in their town, though. Um, right. So then at the very, very end. The denouement. Um, Joey and Dawson are back in his room, back in his bed. And we see on the news that they caught the lady killer. Yeah. And it was the dude knocking on Joey's window. That's the guy she was talking to and that she was going to be the next victim. Yeah. How scary is that? And is it at that point or was it earlier in the episode when he does something where he pranks her and pulls her onto the ground with him? That's the beginning. Okay. See, that's when he's got the mask. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with Dawson and Joey because there's so much sexual tension. Yeah. They have so much chemistry. Yeah. So it's like, unless you actually want us to believe that he's not attracted to her, then you should use somebody else. Yeah. Because that does not work between these two actors on screen. I agree. And and it's but I think that's I think that's what it's supposed to be. I think they are supposed to be secret. Well, she for sure is. I think he's supposed to be attracted to her too, no matter what he says. I just he doesn't think that's for whatever reason he's convinced himself he and Joey shouldn't be a thing. I think he's he li- likes her so much that he's really afraid that if they date, it won't work out, and then they won't have this. Or he's afraid that it will work out and he doesn't want to be in that relationship yet. Yeah, that's a possibility, too. Because they're so young. I mean, because it's like, yeah, I mean, if if they're really, like, perfect for each other, do you want to settle into your forever relationship at, you know, 15, 16 years old? Yeah, I guess that's a possibility, too. Uh, he, he wants to go experience life because he thinks that he needs to experience a lot to be good at making movies, which is what he wants to do. That so that, that's a possibility as well. But either way, he almost kissed Jen. He should have kissed Joey. Yeah. The horniness continues on Horny Creek. That's right. I think him and Jen are going to get back together now. I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, it's, that does seem to be the direction it's trending in. Oh, it's so funny, too. Uh, when Cliff was dropping Jen off. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> He kisses her? Did he, were they actually kissing, or was he about to kiss her? Yeah, he was sure. about to kiss her, or, like, she turned away or something. But Grant opens the door and sees it, and she's like, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Please continue. Right. And starts to shut the door. It's like, what the hell? The door shuts, and then, <laughs> and then the blinds start to move. <laughs> oh, it's no good. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that's the episode. That is the episode, Carol. So you can write us at latefee1994awol.com. Mm-hmm. 
check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. Yes. And share the tapes with your friends. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.